We're back, 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 back again. Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone and everybody in between. I am Lee from the D with. Um, who am I today? Girl, I don't know. It's late. But Mariska uh, Hargitay. Yes. Non-problematic white. I don't know. I guess based on this video, I'm like Tits McGee today. But... Bitch, you why are you in you are in lingerie and I've been like willingly ignoring it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to ask her, like, why is um, this bitch sitting here in lingerie? Because it was hot. In this lingerie. Because it was hot. Bitch, you might as well be naked. This don't count as clothes. It's I mean, the, the bits are covered. That's why that matters. Girl, get you some double stick tape and be done. Not double stick, some electrical tape and be done. Just be titties out. I and mean, I have titty tape in the room. I do. You know, but it, was, it was very, very hot in my house. Today was the first day we've turned on the AC. So, and you know, that first day the AC don't never like kick up the right way. So it's been very, very hot in my house. It's so it's, it's been like, look, how little can I wear? And not have my kids. So I'm like, ew, mommy. So. Tell them little niggas, just keep living. I mean, look, these little, nobody in my house. Uh, fix your right because your areola is poking out. It's fine. <laughs> it ain't shit nobody ain't seen before. I live there. Bitch, I'm going to purposely put this clip up and watch Instagram ban my ass. <laughs> nah, because it's just areola. It's not a whole nipple. They only ban, they only pull you for female presenting nipples, not areolas. But you better say, you better, female presenting bodies and their nipples showing. You better yeah. say that. You better say that. Because VH1, and not just VH1, and this leads into what we're talking about. It's the it last portion of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Season Three. Mm-hmm. Um, but VH1 does that, and I yeah. and the what is it? Not CDC. What the fuck are they called? Honestly, everyone does that. They send it's a requirement presenting female presenting nipples. Right, and mostly, and a fair amount of these people are like, "Hey, I am a man in a wig." A few people are trans, a few people are bi- uh, non-binary, but they make that known. Everybody yeah. else is just like, yeah, I'm, I'm a nigga in a wig. But also, bigger than that, nipples are nipples. nipples are and nipples. it doesn't matter how much fat tissue is behind the nipple. It's weird that people still do that. Like, And it's, it's like, we're like the only country outside of like the really strictly religious ones that do that. It's very, very strange to me. Oh, majority again, of us grew up sucking on titties for sustenance. Su- almost sustenance. everybody. It's like if y'all stop sexualizing the shit, like it wouldn't. Because I mean, you see men nipples all day, every day, all goddamn day, every goddamn day. And and speaking like, of men nipples, we see a lot of that in here. Yeah, with the big crew. Yeah, and nobody gives a flying fuck about it. But the second you put. Uh, a couple ounces of fat tissue behind that nipple all of a sudden niggas lose their goddamn mind right it's it's so weird to me and i was at once upon a time i was on this mission to see how far i could go before instagram banned me so if you look on my instagram there is at least one photo where i am totally topless that's the only one it is what it is (laughs) Um, one of my good friends who is a um, uh, female body, mm-hmm. but 
non-binary person posted yeah. like a full ass it was an art it was art but it was it was a nude unfortunately in the eyes of instagram so but also, that got snatched out real quick but also if you're really honest about it that only like they're very weird about who they apply that to because i have female presenting friends whether they're non-binary or anything else female-bodied friends who are more on the flat-chested side and theirs don't get snatched down in the same way that those of us with bigger breasts do. So, Like actual it, larger noticeable breasts. Yes. And also the darker we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all those things do play a factor. And me, myself, I know there's a lot of people that try to put their Puritan standards on me. I just don't give a flying foot because the way I see it, the body is the body and it is what it is. Everybody got the same shit. Everybody seen the same shit. So mm -hmm. if you if you're friends with me, you've seen me naked in some capacity at some point. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I don't you know, give a fuck about it. <laughs> one of us kicked you in the chest and it wasn't me. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna forever bring that shit up. Everybody this nigga's name is Aaron. <laughs> Literally everybody that I'm close friends with has at least seen okay. my titties at some point. So I'm gonna tell y'all to I'm gonna tell y'all to troll somebody for me, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ultimate. It's the ultimate troll because I've always trolled this nigga. Didn't, You're an didn't have a word for it at the time, but I always trolled this nigga. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Straight dude. Love him. He is a mm -hmm. mess. And he is here for my messiness. Right? He is. He loves you for it. <laughs> so, which I want y'all to do is to go to Instagram. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Do that <laughs> he would, he'd be like, this dumbass nigga sending all these people to my goddamn Instagram. Honestly, he wouldn't know what the fuck. He wouldn't know why the fuck. He wouldn't even give a fuck. No, I would say, I, I would say, go to his Instagram and private message him and say, remember when Lee used to throw pennies at you from the bushes? <laughs> he would be like, what the fuck? Well, speaking of what the fuck and assholes. <laughs> oh, I mean, segues. Um, we get into episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star season three, which is the pop art ball. And I mean, honestly, the last part, like the last three episodes were kind of like bleh to me. I kind of, it's the only one out of these five, six, seven, eight. So it's four episodes. Um, there were things that I enjoyed about them, but I feel like it really was just kind of like, okay, we need to filter the girls out and get down to the bottom. It's too. like there were highlights of the episodes, namely in like certain looks, but right. overarchingly, it was kind of like, meh. Yeah. Um, uh, Pop Art Ball was, so they always do a quote unquote ball with their quote unquote categories. Yeah. But I feel like this one was, this one took the least, I don't want to say the least amount of energy, but this one was like it, on the lower run of effort. Cause you yeah, like, it didn't feel like three, no effort or looks it. five looks, you know. Yeah, it, it felt very like it's here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like 
It didn't feel, and it's funny because I watched um, Legendary yesterday. I got to catch up, bitch. I missed that episode with Taraji. And it was the pop art ball on Legendary. And it's like watching that, having just watched this, it's like, oh, y'all missed the mark, girl. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so... I mean, honestly, you look at any of their, like, even go back to, like, season eight, any of their, like, ball, quote-unquote, episodes, mm-hmm. it's a minimum, like, you have to at least make one to two looks, plus have a Yeah, you have look. to, like, make something. This was um, just like, okay. Um, it was essentially nothing more than a branding challenge, and it should have just been left at that. Yeah, that's what they should have called it they should have just left it out a branding challenge where it was like, okay, well, you have to brand yourself in this aesthetic of, like, soup cans and you have to brand yourself in this, like, uh, disco-y seven, uh, Studio 54 um, look. Yeah, because um, it's like, I know all that most people know about pop art is Andy Warhol and the Campbell soup can. Yeah, I was actually going to get there, too, because that was the mini challenge. Yeah, where like they all had to take photos of pop art than just that. Yeah, that is like that shit is kind of like oof, okay, again we're see. doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so like overdone, and it's just like there's so much more to pop art, and pop art encompasses so many more artists. Yeah, than Andy Warhol. Yeah, like it's like we can do something else. Like there's other artists out there, and there's other expressions of pop art even if you stay in the same like Andy Warhol style there's still like you can go like there's so many artists just in that style but then when you get out of that and you go into like the more graffiti inspired and Mm -hmm. you know the more like kind of like watercolor drip work expired and I mean even that like really overdone comic like I was just about to get that more comic, like with the dots, like the Lichtenstein style. And it's like, there's just so many other avenues than just Andy Warhol and these damn soup cans. Yeah, there is. But, you know, RuPaul loves, uh, RuPaul loves an accessible reference. An accessible the... white gay reference. Yep. Um. So the challenge actually is all the girls have to, so we're down to six. Um, all the girls have to take a photo in the same, that same kind of pop art style of the 50s. Yeah. And it's supposed to be inspired by the Campbell soup cans that Andy Warhol did. Mm-hmm. Um, Aja ends up taking that win. And she, this is, this cack, this cackled me. Um, she ends up winning the mini challenge. She won $2,000. Um, mm-hmm. but she also won a year supply of hamburgers from Hamburger Mary's. From Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening here? Bitch, I was like, damn. Like, really? Hamburger? Okay. A year supply of hamburgers. All right. Okay. I was just very confused. It's like... What that, if I'm vegan? That's such an odd thing to give somebody. What if I don't live near a Hamburger Mary's? I was thinking that too. Like, can I can I just go into Hamburger Mary's and exchange this for cash? Like, right. Like, if you're giving this to me at a Hamburger Mary's in LA and I live somewhere, because I don't like, I don't know that there's a Hamburger Mary's here. There may be. I don't think there is though. Bitch, there's a Hamburger Mary's here. Not in Detroit, in Michigan. There's one in Grand Rapids. 
Of course there is. I was like, what the fuck is a hamburger? Because it's so fucking rapid. Very random. Like, I know there's one in Chicago. I don't know that there's... I'm about to really look, because I'm not sure. (coughs) I think there might be one in Chicago. There is one in Chicago. I do know that. I always mix hamburger... Roscoe's and Hamburger Mary's up. Because they're both like... Well, Hamburger Mary's is a gay-friendly place. A gay place. And I always mix the two of them up. Yeah. Um, but Aja takes that win and gets a year supply of hamburgers. Clearwater, Denver, Grand Rapids, Houston, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Vegas, Long Beach, Milwaukee, Ontario, Orlando, Puerto Vallarta, St. Louis, San Francisco, Toledo. I didn't Toledo. I didn't I realize know. this and bitch was Hollywood. A, what is this corporation? All right, so <laughs> yeah. So regardless, wherever you at, if you're ever on vacation, you know, you just eat. It's like they go to places that there's amusement parks. It's almost like they literally. I don't remember a Hamburger Mary's in Orlando, and I was just there, but also, I, one, I wasn't looking for it, but it doesn't surprise me, because everything about Orlando is so false and artificial that I can 100% believe there's one there. Uh, Orlando is a... It's, uh, it, everything about Orlando uh, looks man-made. I say that. No, it's literally a, it's a big-ass amusement park. Yeah, no, it the is. The city it's, itself it's is a giant-ass amusement yeah. park. No, I was gonna say something else. That's what I was like, I'm not gonna go. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. Um, we're going to <laughs> Yeah, that place is third ring of hell. Only outside of honestly, only outside of Michigan. So, you know. I mean shading everybody. Don't get mad, Florida, because I'm talking about my own state as well. So y'all get I up. mean, you know, it's I mean Florida is Florida. Uh, but Aja, just like uh, Michigan is Michigan, you stay with the people you know and stay away from the niggas you don't. <laughs> Sometimes not even the people you know here. Um, Aja <laughs> takes the win. Aja wins a year supply of hamburgers and two thousand dollars. But so, Aja lives here in New York, so how is she gonna use that? I'm very confused. Uh, you said Atlanta City, didn't you? No, did I? That was Kansas. Maybe that was Kansas City. Let me do. I don't think I said Atlantic City. Hold on. I heard city. I thought you said Atlantic City, but it might have been Kansas City. Yes, it was Kansas City. Okay, so I misheard that. Well, it, when the bitches on tour at the time. I was about to say, where's she going to go? Houston, LA, Chicago. Riata, Chicago. Yeah, if she on tour, the bitch could at least get a couple of days of lunch. Yeah. Um, so we move into the main challenge. And the main challenge is kind of a cackle. Um, it's supposed to be like we were talking about RuPaul. I'm the RuPaul. We were talking about Drag Race and their like ball episodes that usually end up far more interesting. Um, this one was nothing more than a branding challenge. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. With a made outfit, like an outfit uh, design challenge attached to it. Yeah. Um, so the girls all had to brand themselves in their Campbell's as uh, soup cans. That's what it was. As fucking soup cans. 
Yeah, which was random and also weird. It was very strange. It was like y'all had nothing else to do. Nothing. Y'all couldn't think of nothing else to make pop art work. Right. That's what it was. Already did soda cans at some point. Uh, I think that that was this season. They had did it before this season. This season was kind of a remix of it, but they had already did soda cans. So. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. It was energy drinks. That's what it was. It was no, it wasn't energy drinks. That was I know what you're talking about. You're talking about with Alyssa? Yeah. Okay, so that was that it was a product challenge and Alyssa came up with the energy drink. Because that was the I, same. I knew it was a drink involved at some point. That's when um Tatiana had that water bottle with jewels on it and called it tea with Tati, and she was being just like mean as fuck. Not mean. No, it was yeah. mean in the commercial yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I just um, remember it being like bottles involved. And I was just like, okay, girl. <laughs> um, so Aja comes out and her soup is sugar tits. And it's supposed to represent a sweeter side of Aja, which was, we'll get into the that critique because um, that kind of pissed me off. Um, BB, BB's soup was Zaza soup. I'm not even BB that. soup confused me. Bitch, BB was making soup. But right, it confused me because it was like a real ass soup. And it was just like, that's not what we're doing here. Like it's like she <laughs> BB really made like BB was like, hey, so this is this real soup in Cameroon. So right, BB made get into a real ass recipe and was like, but soup though. It's like right. she missed the mark as to what they were supposed to be doing. Only, only kind of because she was still branding within no, no, no. this she idea still of sold her. It. Yeah, she still sold it as like a brand, to, like something hurt, like her brand. But when she pulled out this real ass soup, I was very confused. She pulled out this real ass soup, bitch. Almost had the recipe on the back. Um, Ben de la Creme had cream de la Creme that was an all-purpose soup and I was like that's fitting and perfect for you yeah it was like an all-purpose soup okay funny I get you Um, Kennedy's was Grandma Kennedy's pot liquor juice (laughs) ma'am and when she came out with that wig like really looking like somebody's Mima, I said god damn why what what why are we okay? Like, which one of y'all let y'all mamas up here on the stage? She think I confused, put the suit can on, so what? Yeah, like, what are we doing here? I I don't understand. Um, why this is a thing. Shangela staying within what we definitely know of her. Um, had the holla hoop, holla loops. That's what it was. Holla loops. I mean, she loops. stayed right in the brand that she's established from day one. I get from day it. one. It's her thing. It's been her thing. It's why we know and love Shanji. And uh, it's also important to note, too, that they were caffeinated. Yes. Uh, I think my favorite one, though, was Trixie's. The Pep Abysmal. (laughs) (laughs) Where, like, the front, the the very top of it says, may cause death. It's just because you like (laughs) shit that is dark and kind of strange. And, like, it was so fucking hilarious. It was it was so hilarious. Um, 
it was funny because when you see Trixie, and it's like, again, I've always like really liked Trixie and respected her work. And also I've always loved the fact that Trixie's personality and sense of humor is so polar opposite to the way Trixie presents, you know? Because you yeah. see her and you like, if you just get like a visual on Trixie, she just, she really comes off as like this super bubbly, effervescent Barbie doll. But And then not Trixie talks and she's like, death, murder, kill. <laughs> like it is Self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Just like deprecating it, humor. Which is why everyone, I including really herself. like Trixie because I was like, oh, you're like a pretty sad bitch like me. <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second portion of the ball was supposed to be the Studio 54 look, which we see in the workroom. The girls are like hammering away at it. And we see BB having an issue with um, sewing her garment mm-hmm. where she asked Aja to sew the base of it together after she took a pattern, got it cut. Just kind of help her along a little bit. Yeah. Um, I thought, and that dress was one that BB's dress was beautiful. No, that dress it was. was absolutely beautiful. It, it was. was. Um, so BB's dress was gorgeous, and they still they tell BB your dress is gorgeous. She doesn't say anything about Aja helping her sew so, the base of it together. So and this Aja gets, gets mad about nerves, that. Right? It gets on my because it's like, okay, girls. We know this is a competition. We know all of that. that Beside the point. But I'm always like, if you make the choice to help her, you helped her because you wanted to, right? Right. If you're helping her looking for credit, then you could have took that same time and effort and put it into your own shit. Right. So it's like, were you helping her hoping that if you get negative critiques, you could say, oh, well, I this bitch just told you I helped you with her, so y'all see I could do it. Or mm-hmm. was it like you really wanted to help her? Because you could just help her or not. Because you could take that time and effort instead of using it. Because it's always at least one that's like, oh, well, I didn't have enough time for my garment because I was helping blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you could not, though. Like, that's an right. option. Right. That's No, that's true. Um, so BB's dress is beautiful. Um, and they they rave over it. Um, they critique Vanilla Krim's outfit and they say they say Vanilla Krim's outfit is very basic, which it is. It was. It's um, I'll say it's serviceable because it fit the theme. It, it fit didn't the look theme, bad. It, didn't it just anything. It, that's what it was. It yeah. wasn't. It was a complete from head literally from head to fucking toe. It was a complete look. Mm-hmm. And it fit who Vanilla Krim is, but it there wasn't a lot of like you know, it just didn't do to anything. It. it fit, it hit everything it needed to hit. It didn't <laughs> Why does she look like Okay, you remember how in black black uh, exploitation films, whenever there was a pimp, there was always that one white girl. Yes. Did she give you those teas? Yes. I said, my. It, it was God. very like it's hard out here for a pimp. Did she look like the white, the white girl, girl in Dolomite? Hustle and Fluff? 
I was just like, bitch. Okay, you did that. Because <laughs> yeah. that hit a place where it was like, oh, this is very relatable. It was very much giving white girl in all the pimp films. <laughs> in all the fucking pimp films. Um, Kennedy's look, they loved it. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. And I just felt like they tried to read Ben about Ben's look, but I felt like Kennedy's look was worse. I agree. I definitely agree. I felt like it really felt to me like they were trying to throw Kennedy a bone. And something, yeah, something just felt kind of off. And don't like, get me wrong, I like, fucking it, it live for me Kennedy. Like they were trying to justify keeping Kennedy there longer because Kennedy, because it was like Kennedy always had those complaints about being the overlooked girl. And even walking in the door on this season, she had the complaints about being an overlooked girl. And it just kind of felt like to me, like it was because they know Kennedy is a on the show fan favorite, not like, you know, at least among the fans of color. So it was kind of like, let's keep her around a little bit longer. Yeah. Especially since Chi Chi's gone. Okay, so what they they let Kennedy have it for her soup can, which to me didn't make sense because it, yeah. it's like, oh, Grandma Kennedy's pot liquor juice. But if you like, like look at Kennedy, they should have read her for it. Should have been the it should have been a disco and outfit, not the soup can, not the, the soup, soup can, can not the brandy, whatever. The look wasn't good though, and I, I won't say the soup can is whatever, but I I, I will say the soup can was that same kind of motherly aspect that you see from Kennedy. Yeah. No, when and it I made whatever, sense. When I say it was whatever, it was kind of like it wasn't it wasn't good, the greatest it wasn't one. Bad. It just kind but of it made sense. What it was, yeah. Like it was like she's an older pageant queen. She's you know, she because she's very much mother hen, and that's what that soup right. made me. Was it exciting? No. No, but was it fit. Bad? No. Her look was bad, though. And it was it, from anything except for the clothing. Everything except for the clothing was absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Everything except for the clothing. The right. hair, the face, hair, makeup, the jewel up here. All that was, was done. On. Hair, on. makeup, accessories, all that was done. Perfect. But that dress was just bad. It was just bad. <laughs> it was just bad. Uh, moving to the worst dress of the night. Oof. Right. Uh, this is the only time we ever see Shangela slip, and it's always a design a challenge. Yeah, Shangela. Yeah, but she tried, though. She said, I wasn't going to quit. Look, mama don't sew, and we notice that every time it's time to sew, she come out looking like water foot. <laughs> she looked like a, a wind chime from the dollar store. You giving her dollar store? Because I was about to say found. <laughs> <laughs> no, she looks like a beautiful wind chime. Like a beautiful wind chime. <laughs> so she has on this gold tinsel dress with this, um, I, I'm assuming, stone collar that she attached this, the tinsel to. And then she put three gold records on the front of it, as well as one in her hair. I was with just fro. like, what is... Why? I was like, okay, Why is girl. any of this happening? 
I saw where you were going. You know, it probably was like, okay, I'm gonna start with this pencil and this collar, and then she got out of control and I only had a, and like five minutes left. Was like, fuck it, we here now. Nah. This other one right there. here, we gonna get the fuck on. I was, and then it was like, what annoys me, and it's she did it, but a lot of queens do it. They put all this work into their face just to cover it. Yeah, that was one of their critiques. Too. And it's like not even just a part of the face because I'm good for a good Aaliyah bang where it's like this one eye be covered, but you done covered your whole damn face. Whole face. What we do all this for? You could have came right here as a boy. <laughs> Nobody would have ever fucking knew. <laughs> well, to somebody that really turned the look, um, Trixie did that. Yes. That, um, what we call that? Yeah, that jumpsuit, that pink belted jumpsuit. And I think Trixie's really the only one that really did. I, okay, so get this. And this is the reason why I saved Aja for last, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Aja's look was, Aja's look was Studio fucking 54. Head to fucking toe. Head to fucking toe. Hold on, I gotta look it up because I don't remember hers. And maybe that's bad because I actually just rewatched this episode. Hold on, I'm sharing right now. Okay. Oh, wait. I can't share yet. You gotta <laughs> let me share. I always forget I have to. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Okay, can you see it? Not yet. You gotta give it a second. Okay. That look is Studio 54. I mean, it is, but it's boring. It, it might be boring, but their critique was is that she didn't know her reference and that this wasn't Studio 54. And completely and utterly, it is. I mean, it very much is, but it's like, you know how that shit goes. It's not Studio 54 in the way RuPaul wanted it to be. Yes. And also, too, Aja, the sugar tits, Aja was like, I just want to show, I want to show another side of me that is this like, yeah, fun and silly side. And if I remember correctly, Michelle goes, but we don't know you for that. Right. But they always want you to show a different side. They always want you to show a different side, but they want you to, like, do the same thing. Because it's like... It's like, get the fuck I out mean, of here. Y'all just want Aja gone. That's what it I is. Because I say this about BB, too, because it's like... Seeing BB outside of this show, she's an extremely dynamic queen. Yes! But Love then it. seeing her in this show, it's 100% like Cameroon, African. Like, that's all Cameroon! And it's like so dynamic. Yeah, I'm pushy, bitch. Oh, I'm gonna save that because that's the next episode. (laughs) And then we're gonna take a quick, quick break because I need water and you gotta do stuff. But we're just gonna thank you. I gotta pee episodes because it's not a lot that happens. No, we gotta go into the kitty girl. We gotta go into kitty girl one because that's one. I mean, we can we can go into it, but we can't spend a whole lot of time. We gotta wrap this shit up because <laughs> we've been talking about this shit for like three weeks now, and it ain't that much that happens after this. <laughs>
Kitty Girl, I feel like, personally, I feel like Kitty Girl is definitely one that has to be talked because a lot of shit comes ahead and these bitches is arguing about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we can we can go into it, we can talk about it, but it's just, okay. we can't spend, like, a ton of time on okay. these next couple episodes because not enough happens to spend that much time there. Um. Okay, let's pee real quick and then All we'll right. get this done. Quick break. Um, okay, so they read Aja about... Her outfit not being Studio 54, which was bullshit. Completely bullshit. Um, I'm sorry, not Bindula Krim. Um, Bibi, bleh, Bibi Zahara Bidet and Trixie end up lip syncing to Diana Ross's The Boss. Yeah. <laughs> which yes. felt like a stunt. Honestly, yeah. felt like a stunt because Bibi just played Diana Ross a couple of episodes ago. It very much did. Um, Bibi decides she's going to send Aja home. Um, BB sends Aja. Aja's message was, love you, bitches. Honestly, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Y'all inspire me. And once again, a polite message. And now we get back to the rude shit. Yeah. Um, so the eliminated queens come back into the competition. So the other five girls come back for a chance at re-entering the competition. And they're mm-hmm. all broken up into um two groups two girl groups of five um and each of the group members had to create their own like kitty girl to the song kitty girl mm-hmm. um bb is jungle kitty bindala creme was goth kitty uh kennedy davenport was diva kitty shangela was sparkle kitty and trisha mctell was iq kitty um, opposite side was Aja, who was Lil Banji, uh, Chi-Chi, who was Cajun Kitty, Milk, who was Milky Kitty, and Morgan, yeah. who was Bimbo, and Thorgy Thor, who was Cardio Kitty, which was like, what? Right. Very so confused. Before they break up into their separate groups, the girls get re-entered in, reintroduced into the competition, and all of a sudden, everybody wants to have a conversation about why you sent me home, which was dumb Very. and a waste of fucking time. Um, truly, the note between Trixie and Thorgy gets brought back up by Thorgy, by the way. Um, this was very, this very much read like producer said, go in there and ask all these uncomfortable questions because we haven't had enough drama. And they had the, they, the right girls. They got the right girls to do it. Because yeah. even Morgan popped up. This is why Binda LaCreme was goth kitty. Um, Morgan pop, piped up and asked, why did you send me home? And Bindala, instead of saying, because I wanted to, gave a reasonable explanation of like, hey, like this is how we decided we're going to play. <laughs> From my understanding, this is how we decided we were going to play the game. And you weren't with it. So you had to get gone. Right. Which more than more than fair to me yeah. um but morgan called decides to call bindala a coward and a bunch of unnecessary bullshit just insult her for no real goddamn reason yeah get the fuck out of here um they break up into their groups everyone rehearses we come back and i honestly thought that i thought that the girls who weren't in the competition did better than the girls who were. I did too. 
I did too. Yeah. Also, okay, BB's verse. Rock to get tea ta ta. Yeah, I'm pussy, bitch. Ooh la 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 la. Say bon, say bon. Like that was the majority of her fucking verse. It's like you said no words. You you but said you know no what, words. You made a bunch of sounds. It was sickening though. It was sickening though. I, I mean, it was. I had for like the last three weeks. I it just was, but we're also about to talk about like lyrical content when you said no fucking words. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's be honest. Majority of the music that we listen to, one, has no lyrical content. And two, these niggas might be saying words, but they're mumbling and you, can, See, you don't know what the fuck they're saying anyway. No, 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 no. For, I don't care about that. I actually liked her verse, but they read other girls for not being able to understand what they said just for this bitch to not say no words anyway. Who did they say that about? One of them girls. I don't Maybe it wasn't this episode. I don't fucking know. It's late. I think I could be mistaking the critiques for other other rap challenges where they thought we couldn't understand your words, but whether it was on this episode or on other seasons where they've done rap challenges, don't read people for not being able to understand the words, but then celebrate other ones when they don't even use words. <laughs> well, they really celebrated uh, BB because BB was one of the top two for the week. Right. With Vanilla Creme, um, Bendela, and BB lip sync to uh, Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. Which is the Hex Hector remix of it. Yeah. I specifically have to say Hex Hector remix of the song because R&B one is a very different world. It's it's Um, extremely different. Yes. The bottom three was the entire losing team. I'm sorry, not the entire losing team. The entire um, All-Stars who were actually in the competition. So actually bottom four. No, bottom three, excuse me. So it was Kennedy, Shangela, and Trixie. Um, Bendela in the probably the biggest upset of any all-stars decides to send herself home. To take herself out, yeah. And to bring and to bring Morgan back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, only for Morgan to leave the next episode. The next episode. So the last next episode is my best girl for my best. Squirrel friends, drags made, wedding trip. Excuse me. Um, so Bendela's gone. Kennedy's still there. Shangela's still there. Trixie's still there. Morgan is back, and BB's there. Um, so th- we get into an acting challenge that is a big mashup of um, multiple movies. Aaron Brockovich, uh, The Queen, La La Land, mm-hmm. Black Swan, uh, <laughs> The Help. And slide, the hidden figures. It was hidden yes. figures. It wasn't a help. No, it was. It was a help and hidden figures. Um, was it? It was a help and hidden hidden figures. The whole that whole thing with Shangela with the pie. Oh yes, 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 yes. That's yes. why, and that was very. I forgot about that part. <laughs> that character was like slightly uncomfortable for me. Very uncomfortable, not slightly. Um, it was very uncomfortable. I. Shangela made the best out of the character. 
makes me uncomfortable. Same. So Same. and to mix the help and hidden figures in a character was very yeah. It's just like eh. um. So the girls break up. They're trying to decide what, who's going to get what part. And Morgan, because Morgan was the person that was allowed back into the competition through being mm-hmm. sacrificed, um, is given the task of assigning parts. The girls are all sitting there talking. They're saying, I want this part. I want that part. And Morgan's like, well, I need to read through this first, only to give herself a part with no words. Yeah. Um, and played it poorly. Uh, Morgan yeah. was playing the beige swan. Um, BB played a very, very fitting role. She was the queen. Kennedy was supposed to be a um, La La Land-esque character. Um, Trixie was Sharon Frokovich. Sharon is the bride. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Shangela being this Octavia. Octavia is the a woman who a black supposed to be a black woman who's a maid who ended up getting a job at NASA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't like it, but I also I, don't like. I tend to not like the way these acting challenges write black characters, especially black female characters, anyway. So. They definitely have gotten better, but they, I know exactly what you mean. I I know exactly what you mean. Especially in those early years. Yeah. There were a couple of years that I stopped watching Drag Race because it was like, okay, let's get rid of the um, performative aspects of Blackness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so much of this show is like performing Black, but no one's actually allowed to be Black. (laughs) Yeah. It's gotten better in these later seasons, but definitely in the early years. But that's 100% because of RuPaul. So Trixie ends up um, taking a role that she didn't want. So she mm-hmm. beca- essentially she becomes the lead and yeah. fucking kills it. When yep. they showed the entire, like, the entire challenge um, or the, their clip of the entire challenge because yeah. it was supposed to be a trailer, I thought for the most part it was fucking hilarious except for Morgan wasn't funny at all it was just confusing and Kennedy was Kennedy seemed lost to me yeah I just felt like Kennedy didn't Kennedy didn't know exactly what to do and in order to take that role or what she was doing well in order to take that role of La La which was supposed to be La La Land you had to have seen La La Land exactly. and black folks for real for real a lot of black folks did not see La La Land I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming I know I did I did I I was after that La I La Land it, at the uh, Oscars I, also, I was like I'm not watching it I saw it because I have a Broadway baby right so my that's fair my kid loves shows I've also seen The Greatest Showman I want to see that and I, that seems more interesting than La La Land. And like, you know, like this, like, the funny thing is, she doesn't even like these movies, but she likes the scores for these movies. That's how it is most of the time. Like, if you come into my house on any given time, you're going to hear a Broadway score or a Broadway-esque score playing, really, at any given time in my home. So, this, um, which is why I have seen these things. 
Yeah, I feel like Kennedy just didn't know what to do with the character. And there's this like bullshit ass assumption of like, oh, well, you've seen this, right? No. Because no, I haven't. These like aspects, these aspects and references of white queerness and white gayness and these very but that's like it's like not just accessible queer but accessibly white queer is what RuPaul almost always goes for yeah yeah and then like I said there there was this assumption that you you've seen La La Land and in order to play that character you would have had to see that movie um, and Kennedy obviously didn't. She did. She did the best she could. Because I honestly don't know nobody the outside reference. of the people in my house who have seen this movie. No non-white people outside of people in my house that have seen that damn movie. I just wasn't interested in La La Land. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The year that La La Land and Moonlight was up for Best Picture. Yeah. And that that moment where it's... Um, that moment where I can't remember what actress it was, was actually reading the card, reading the card and just said, La La Land. As as if it was supposed to be this assumption, as if it was, oh, well, we know this is going to win. Yeah. Only for the director of La La Land to take that card and say, we didn't win this. It was Mm -hmm. Moonlight. That pissed me off and I will never see La La Land. I don't give a fuck how good of a movie it is. I it, love Emma Stone. You ain't don't care. Bitch. I mean, don't want to see it. It's a it's a decent movie. Moonlight was a better movie. Yeah, it was. It and was. It was. I like beautiful. it's a decent movie. Like it's not. It's it ain't nothing we ain't seen before. <laughs> I just I'm I don't want to see it just solely Based because of that, that moment. And I get that. I because that that was an assumption that was made. That was either an assumption that was made or it was willfully done. Either way, either fucking way, yeah. it should not have happened. La now, La I Land, three different L's look very different than Moonlight. I don't watch award shows, so I actually didn't even know that happened until after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw it was it a like good 10 minutes after after it happened. Just it was a good four days Twitter. later before I even realized it happened because I don't watch award shows and because I make a point to not ingest anything around award shows. Yeah. And that was at the and when that happened, that was the time where I was on like a social media break. So there was literally no way I would have known about this. <laughs> But I think it is, it always will be. People mix up words all the fucking time. But La La Land in no way, shape, form, or fashion looks like Moonlight. People mix so, up words all the time, yes. But, it wasn't Mama Land. There but, was no right, end in that. It's it not very like, distinctly looks like La La Land. Three, but it's like people mix up and the words like... I do it all the time. Know. They might say cave instead of cove or something Something that makes yeah, sense. Logical. Like, it's not, that didn't make sense. It was, that's oh, I know this up. movie. That's wants. an intentional, that's a very intentional thing. It's not a mix-up. Um, well, guest judges were Chris Colfer from... Glee, right? That's it. I couldn't think of what it was. Um, and Garcelle, which we'll be talking... No, we won't be talking about Garcelle next week because she wasn't on that season. She wasn't on that season. She um, didn't until later. 
the main challenge was red, I'm sorry, the runway was red for filth and you had to come in your best dress red and the girls turned the look. My, I would have to say my favorite was, damn, they all look good. <laughs> damn, yeah. It's hard. This was a runway that I couldn't pick a favorite. Yeah, because they all were very distinct and they everybody looked good in a very different way. I would say that the the most surprising and appealing look, I'll go that way, was for me, Trixie. Yeah. And that latex little high-waisted short. Yeah. Yeah, I like Trixie turned that fucking look. Um, Trixie and Shangela are the two, obviously, because they're both comedy queens, mm-hmm. um, that end up um, lip seeking for their legacy to that damn um, uh, freak money. That's it. By um, RuPaul featuring Big Frida. I don't like that song. I don't either. <laughs> I'd like the Kitty Girl song. Hey, I like girl. Kitty Girl. I it's just like, like it's boppy. Song. Like this song was just like, okay, girl. Yeah. I um, and Morgan, just as quickly as that bitch came, is back out. Mm-hmm. And Morgan leaves a, a polite message that says, let no one dim your light. Um, I love you all totally. Sisters forever with a kiss. It's like, okay, Morgan. All right, final episode. This mm-hmm. is where all the fuckery and wiggery and riggery and bullshit begins. Um, so final four is Kennedy, BB, Shangela, and Trixie, right? Kennedy, BB, Shangela, and Trixie, three black people, three fucking black people. The most black people that I at least can think of that have been in either top three or top four, not people of color, black folks. Yeah. Um, and their task is to. Oh, God. Right. It's a live show. Well, not live, but they had to do in supposedly, supposedly one take a lip sync performance that happened backstage. Right. And it happened from the loading dock. Up yeah, and like through, through green, the... green room, makeup room, whatever that was, yeah. behind the stage itself and onto the stage. Yeah. And included in this production is um, Carson and Ross, and Carson and Cressley, Michelle. Ross Matthews, and Michelle Visage, just for a quick second, as well as the eliminated girls. Yes. Yes. They had to help. <laughs> it was hilarious because some of the girls you can tell were over all of it they didn't want to be involved at all they didn't want to be involved like they at all like, i want to go to fuck home y'all have already kept me here too damn long y'all have made me come back y'all have made me do all this extra shit i just want to go home right <laughs> and for okay so for those of you who have watched um rupaul's drag race and you're familiar with these like challenges where the girls have to lip sync or sing and dance Mm-hmm. Um, whoever the dance person is outside of uh, Jamal, I think Jamal something, Jamal Sims, I think. Jamal Sims. Outside of Jamal Sims, every last one of them is unnecessarily catty when the girls fuck up. 
Like every last one of them. Jamal is the only one that's like, okay, look, it's this, this, this. We're going to get it. You'll be good. But um, I, I say this from no stance of authority, right? But I feel like Jamal is the only real like choreographer. Like the other, I hear me out. If you <laughs> mean I as far that, as like when as I say that notably I classically mean, trained, I don't know what Todrick's like. No, no, no. I'm not talking about like classical training or nothing like that. When I say I feel like Jamal is the only real choreographer, because when I think of a choreographer, I think of a teacher, right? Okay, yeah. Yes, you're creating these dance steps, but your point, your your point and position is to teach them to people. And I feel like the other ones are just dancers not choreographers you know what i mean because i don't feel no, like, they're like they can like teach it they can do it they can show you and hope you emulate but i don't they can't teach it in the way that he can teach it i i'm okay i'm gonna say this i feel like jamal sims approach is consistent whether it's on drag race or a, a, a private client right Everybody else's approach is very different when it's it comes to drag race TV. versus a private client. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I could, yeah. I like Todrick and TV the other approach where it's like, I want to be good for the camera. I got to be a little catty because they need a little drama. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to say, oh, we got to shake the girl's confidence a little bit. Like, yeah, whatever. No, I get that. Where Jamal Sims is just, it feels like Jamal Sims is just the type to be consistent. It's like we're just this is just the job. We're just yeah. doing the work and this is what He's like, I got you. I, I'm just here to I'm just here to help y'all. He I, I swear to God this man has said multiple times I'm just here to make y'all look good. He yeah he does say that a lot. Where everybody else is very much so cut every single body else that has done choreography on the show is the exact same way where they are all yeah. just like unnecessarily cutting. Um, yeah. But would not do that to a I don't know a private client. Do a do a lipa or do a BB BB Rexa. Yes, BB Rexa okay. is a person. These are all names that I've just I've just found out about. I thought I, I seriously thought BB Rexa was like a Lego product. So I do enjoy do a lipa. I just realized she was real. I thought she was a lip care line. You want to be honest? I thought it was a lip care line by Huda Huda Huda. H-U-D-A beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know these were people. Thought both of these were just products. And I was like, I enjoy both talking of music, about this. honestly. Well, apparently, apparently I do as well because I've been, well, no, not BB. I've been listening to her, but I've been listening to that, that lip a child. Doula. I've been listening to her. <laughs> there it is. I, I almost said doula. And I'm like, she's not a doula. Not as some of her songs is like, oh, I like this. I didn't yeah. know you existed. Like I said, thought you were Huda Huda Huda. Just H-U-D-A beauty line. Just let it go. <laughs> look, I turned to my mother where it's like, if it's names and things that I can't pronounce, but I'm gonna just spell it because I'm not gonna insult you and I'm not gonna insult myself. I do that sometimes. I do spell things I can't pronounce because it's like, look, I want to be. I may be about to talk shit, but at least I want to be accurate. So if I can't say it, bitch, you, I'm going to spell it. You're going to know who I'm talking about. Because I'm not going to disrespect your name. Yeah. Just like I would never disrespect your pronouns. 
It's, oh, it's Huda. It's Huda. It's just Huda. I'm putting too much into it. I'm thinking too much. It's Huda Beauty. I've okay. never heard her name said, so I've never known how to say it. So I've just never said it. Dev, I don't blame you. Um, I'll watch Jackie on it tonight because Jackie and her, I think, are friends and she'll be able to say it appropriately, yeah. correctly, and I'll be able to pick it up. Like, thank you, Jackie. Now I know how to do not only a full beat, but also how to say this woman's name. Um, okay, so main challenge is actually the whole challenge, the only challenge, really, mm-hmm. well, not the only challenge, um, is to write, sing, lip sync, the said song that you just wrote and sung and dance in this, yeah, this massive behind the scenes production. Like, I was just like, all right, RuPaul. Like, you're doing the time. Yo, it was, it was so fucking good. Like, all it the was. girls No, it was good. It just good. a lot. It was a lot. Like, she put the girls through the paces. But what I really appreciated was it felt like everyone was put in a place that made sense for them yeah. where they got to shine yeah individually it didn't you know? feel like anybody was set up or sabotaged no not at all so it opens it opens with kennedy and kennedy comes out of the truck of a car of, a, of the truck of a car out of the back of a truck i'm sorry <laughs> y'all it's late i'm high it and is late. i had a couple of beers while working um she comes out of the back of a truck and sis is on. Yes, and sis ready. is giving. And that verse, she sounded, that verse, she sounded so good. Mm-hmm. Kennedy has a pretty decent singing voice. I'm not saying that the bitch is going to sing your pants off. I'm going to say that no, the bitch is going like, to do more than not, carry the tune. She like, sounds she's good. She's definitely not giving like, I don't know, 2005 Alicia Keys, but shit she can get you to where you need to go she and you will enjoy the ride it's, and it's you will, she's got you a good will voice enjoy the ride you will get there you will enjoy it you it will be fine uh kennedy's out doing what kennedy does she busts a flip with morgan mcmichaels did you see morgan in the back just like yes looking just man like and waving like, oh my god can we not do this she did not want to do that shit. Yeah, it was Morgan and Aja. Aja was in was in what looked like a coat check. Um, in her coat check. <laughs> it looked like a coat check though, because it was a no. It was a the um door that separated into two. I know what it was. It's just funny you said a coat check. <laughs> it looked like a coat check. I. <laughs> What? It's like, what is it's it? It's hilarious. I don't care. You said coach it. You said this, <laughs> like you said this bitch couldn't get in the club. She hate from outside the club. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying the world of wonder is like, stick your ass in this closet. It's better than mm-hmm. me saying it's a broom closet that has two separate doors. The fact that you didn't hit this bitch with, how you gonna hate from outside the club? You can't even get in. <laughs> Well, to be honest, like none of the girls that left really got in because they were only in the they next didn't. part. They all was hating from outside the clip. <laughs> um, so we go from Kennedy to Shangela, and Shangela fucking Kennedy slays, Shangela slays, like slays. Yeah, I mean, Shangela performs, but that's Shangela. Both of them that's are what she does. high energy dance performers. performers. That's what she does. <laughs> Um, Mama hit 
Mama hopped on that. Uh, what she hop on that? No, she jumped over that box. That's what it was. They lifted her ass over that box. Didn't miss a beat. Yes. Um, followed by somebody who was kind of surprising. Actually, the last two people are very surprising. Um, BB. BB was interesting because her choreography in this portion of it was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but she showed the fuck out and she made sure to wear that hair that fucking moved. Yeah. And it that hair, that she hair was, did most of the work. Yeah, with stiff wear. <laughs> right. She said, not my hair. Um <laughs> BB's BB looked good. Um, then we get to Trixie, and Trixie also surprised the whole entire living fucking shit out of me. Did she? Because I that she did exactly what I expected of her. I expected worse. Mm. Like the bar was already very low, and I was like, "Okay, Trixie, work. Look at you, bitch. See, All right, girl. Did exactly what I expected. I don't know. Maybe I have higher expectations of Trixie than you do." <laughs> No, and for, as far as comedy, I mean, I, as far as dancing, maybe, because uh, I don't expect Trixie to, like, really dance, you know? See, that's just it. I Because Trixie's a performer, so I expect Trixie to perform. Dan, I but, expect Trixie to step up and do whatever the assignment is, you know what I'm saying? I No, I get that. And I knew Trixie was going to dance because she had no choice. But... Mm-hmm. You look at, like, out of the top, out of the remaining four, we have these ideas of what kind of performance you're going to get out of. This, yeah. Right? No, I, I understand. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the bar was, like, very non-existent existent as far as, like, Which dancing and choreography. Yeah. With, like, and also, it's important to note, too, that everybody had background dancers throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And Trixie was on, and Trixie, Trixie was Trixie. And she mm-hmm. made it work. She definitely made it work and mm-hmm. it, it fit her. That's what I was like, okay, work, bitch. Um, yeah. Bitch, we didn't talk about it when they were in rehearsal, but we're going to talk about it now, right? So mm-hmm. the girls, the camera is flowing through the uh, halls of World of Wonder, the studio of World of Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Bendela Krim off to the side looking gorge. Uh, we fly through to the makeup room and we see Carson and Michelle and Ross and they turn around from a chair and do a one and two with the hands and that is it. And a yeah. quick little bop, bop with the feet. They say, yeah. we're not doing much of anything else. Because it was girls, much like, we're here so we don't get sued. <laughs> we're, we're here because we're required and we got to do this. So yeah, fine. it's like, we're here so we don't get fined. Um, the girls come running past them. They even burst through boxes that say RuPaul's Drag Race on what uh, on their right hand side and their on their left hand side. They've got their old soup cans from the Pop Art Bar. Yeah, they come through and they're running. The song is in a breakdown. They're running through. It's that kind of rush, like come along for the adventure, and they finally hit the main stage. They get out, the girls are doing their number, and one by one, they're supposed to be lifted into the air by their partner. (laughs) We go one, successful, two, successful, three, successful, four, 
BB looked horrible. Yeah. This bitch was like, I don't like being picked up. Essentially, I don't like being picked up. And every time in rehearsal, they kept trying to do this lift. BB's like, uh. Right, BB like, got no, out there. I don't trust you, host. Don't do this. <laughs> BB was BB's legs was flailing like a three-legged dog in water who has yeah. never swam. You would have thought somebody threw this bitch off a building the way she was. She thought she was going to die. She really <laughs> thought she was going to die. Fuck double homicide. It was going to be her homicide right there. Right. Like blue ball in the drag race. Um, but other than that, that was really that was the only flub from Kit- the kitty girl thing. Mm-hmm. Like everybody looked really fucking good. Um, the judges have their critiques. Of course, they let Kennedy have it about the lift, but pretty much overall, everyone did very well. Yeah. So we get to the biggest gag of the season, which was ridiculous. Absolutely fucking positively ridiculous. And mm-hmm. should have never, and they've never done it again. They've never done it again. And they knew this shit was stupid. Um, <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I do. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, and also, like, Runway was, like, best drag, I believe. It's always best drag at the end. Um, okay, I have a very clear... Um, my... Okay, so, top... My favorite one is actually two. It was Shangela and Trixie. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite was BB. Yeah, mine too. Like hands we're down. We're in agreement. Like hands down, BB. Awful. Yeah, no, we're very much in agreement. Like this is oh, you ran out of looks. It was like you didn't bring enough clothes. You That's didn't what it was. Going to be here this long. You were saving this for something else that you thought was possibly going to happen, and I was like, "Fuck, I guess I just do this." But yeah, Trixie, like, that poodle look. Left. I'm a poodle, so. Trixie's like high fashion black, like mesh or lace or sheer, just sheer poodle esque look. Yeah. Which she said she bought that from another drag queen. And it looks like it. Gorgeous. It was, it was good. Gorgeous. It's very much a like drag queen recycled look like it's and Shangela came out looking like a young dying girl yeah like Shangela that look the, the, those two looks beautiful yes um but now we get to the goop and the gag of the season right so all of the other girls are brought back right I purposely didn't mention the name of this episode it is called a jury of her queer of their queers mm-hmm. so all the other queens are brought back to be the jury to say who out of the final four gets to go to be the final two to lip sync for the all-stars crown yeah all the girls are annoyed rightfully so mm-hmm. i would be livid yeah liv- so, it's like, it. oh my God, we cannot get rid of these bitches like it's like go yes. away <laughs> So each and every one of the girls gets a um, gets two votes because it's obviously top two. And all of the girls are put essentially um, on interview or noted. Well, I would actually know. I'm going to say all the girls are put on notice because all these bitches got to sit here. All four of them got to sit here and answer whatever bullshit ass garbage questions the girls may have, which there are a few. 
when Thorgy kept asking BB about like who she was going to send home, because yeah. but that's that's Thorgy. That's what Thorgy does. Yeah. Um, Aja was trying to, Aja was trying to treat this like shit, like it was a fucking panel discussion, like asking kind of like yeah, legitimate questions, like oh, what do you bring to the future of drag? It's like like let's be honest about the, what the future of drag is like it's either you're a rude girl or you're nothing. Like, either you're a rude girl and you make some money or you're a rude girl or you're not a rude girl and you don't make shit like that. Right. So, and let's not talk about the future of drag. To a rude girl, whether you want to or not. <laughs> right. Um, but the girls vote, right? Um, Aja votes and they don't... This, is, this information comes out after the show. They don't talk about who votes for who. Mm. Aja votes Kennedy Trixie. Vanilla votes Kennedy Trixie. Chi Chi votes obviously Kennedy, but also Trixie, which surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, Milk votes also kind of a goop and a gag. Milk votes Kennedy and Trixie. That's weird. That was odd. That was very odd. Um, Morgan, uh, one of her votes went away that I wasn't expecting it to. Morgan voted BB Kennedy. Also strange. I, kind of, but yes, but no. Um, Morgan is a girl who loves to look, and Morgan is a girl who can, who actually really can perform. And BB is a look, and Kennedy is a performance. So I can get that. Yeah, Not that Shangela and Trixie aren't, but. I could see Morgan. I would expect Morgan to vote for Trixie, but Kennedy and Trixie or BB and Trixie, but not. Yeah, like not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I'm like, that's still kind of odd for. Yeah. Um, And Thorgy was the only person out of all of that hell and high water garbage ass conversation about this letter and Shangela being a shady bitch and Shangela should suck it all of this shit Thorgy was the only person that voted for Shangela the yeah. only person and I, I still to this day not that once again please and I was so happy to see Kennedy was up there don't get me wrong um, I don't understand how it wasn't if it was going to be Trixie I don't understand how it wasn't BB and Trixie or Shangela and Trixie. Now, because as far as consistency and looks, BB and Shangela me, did that. Like to me, I think that there was. I'm going to try to say this delicately. Well, again, I did love seeing Kennedy up there. I was surprised Kennedy made it to top four. I don't think she was the most consistent throughout the competition. She wasn't. And but I was happy to see her in top four. Don't get I was wrong. very much happy to see her in top four, but I also don't think she was the most consistent. Now, I love Kennedy. I actually was hoping, like, I was hoping that either her, either Kennedy or Shangela won. Well, either BB Kennedy or Shangela won. Yeah. I think that a lot of the girls didn't vote for bb because they're like this bitch won already like that's exactly what it was and then with and then not only did this bitch won already but she won and like completely said fuck you to the rest of the girls because she ain't know who none of these hollywood was but 
I mean, for God's sakes, the damn thing comes on. The damn thing comes on like Real Housewives. It's every bitch. I'm watching uh, Down Under right now. It's a new one, and and Spain is about to start in, in like two weeks. It's a yeah. new one every month. Yeah, every but month. Is, I also think that a and lot season, of the I think girls, fourteen is filming right now. Yeah, I also think a lot of the girls didn't vote for Shangela, and I think there was a level. I don't want to say jealousy, but jealousy in the sense that by the time All-Stars happened, by the Shangela time All-Stars happened, Shangela was one of the least experienced yet most successful queens is. from the show. Is. And I, I was going to say yeah, is, is the most success, successful because she is not attached to World of Wonder in the way that that everyone all the rest of yep, them are. all the popular ones who really are making it like that are right and that's the thing it's like she has been able to branch out and reach places that a lot of these other girls never have right and it's been without rupaul because it's like yes yeah, she's been on drag race but most people that know shangela don't know shit about her being on drag race Right. I don't, honestly, she's, she's not attached to RuPaul and World of Wonder and the Drag Race brand in the same way, which is open, which has allowed her to do so many other things. And I think there is a level of envy with that from the other girls who wanted to be, who wanted to use this as that stepping stone, but couldn't. It's kind of the same with Cardi B and Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. it's like she was there it's but exactly she's definitely not attached to it in the way that so many of these other girls are I, yep that's exactly that so exactly that I, and, I knew they weren't gonna allow Shangela to win at least and, and definitely not get to top two if they could help it because it's like this bitch the been to the Emmys you know what I'm saying like this bitch is, girl fuck the this Emmys bitch was a this bitch performed this bitch Beyonce in front of right Beyonce. I'm, like this bitch is like performing for Beyonce. She was on Law and Order. She was on Tyler's and Tiara. She, she was, was on Bones. Like, yeah, like she's been able to. She was the girl and Shangela, Bob and Eureka, and it's coming back. I, and I think it's I to be I was coming now. Just watching it the other We're day. We're here. Yeah, um, I had which is not a World of Wonder. At least it's okay. So it's produced by the intellectual, the intellectual property corporation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is like a parent company to World of Wonder, but it does not look like it's produced by World of Wonder. And it's, I don't it's, think World of Wonder show. is involved at all. And even like, but it's only been a few queens that have been able to pull themselves away from that brand in the way that. I mean, because Bob has done it to an extent, so has Monet done it to an extent. I'm not giving to Monet. Monet is Monet doesn't want to, but mm-hmm. in the last couple years, she's definitely pulled away more than. But it's still, I mean, Monet is Monet, but you know Monet what I'm saying? Like she need to Monet need to Monet and Trey songs are, for me right now are in the same boat. Like y'all need to. They both need to go take a nap. Y'all both need to take a break. <laughs> 
Y'all both yeah, need apps and snacks. It's time to take a nap for both of them. Yes, no, I mean, like you're doing too much now. Yeah, you, like but, yeah, but like like Blair St. Clair has been able to detach herself from the world of Wonder Brand and really lean into her own shit. You know, and it's just it's been very very few queens that have been able to do that. So they definitely wasn't gonna let Shangela win shit. <laughs> I think it was also too. Shangela came in. I don't want to say cocky, but Shangela knew. Shangela knew for a fact what her strengths and what her weaknesses. Yeah, she were. knew who she was. She, she owned every ounce of what it. What she brought to the table. Yep. Because even in the beginning of people. that, like design challenge for the pop art ball, when she was just like, "Well, this ain't gonna go well," she yeah. said that shit from the get go. Was like, "I know, I I know this is like my weakest thing," but she knew what she excelled in. And, and being in competition with somebody like that can be jarring. Mm-hmm. And especially when they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do well in this. And they do well in it. Yep. And they say, oh, well, I'm going to fuck this up. And they fuck it up. Yep. Like it's jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that, Shangela was robbed. Straight up. Like straight the fuck up. Shangela was fucking robbed. Completely and fucking utter, utterly. Um, probably the most deserving when honestly this honestly outside of a very few people Shangela is was the most deserving winner of Drag Race mm-hmm. you can't say you can't you cannot say that Raven was robbed um, honestly you can't even really say that Shea Coulee was robbed but you can damn sure yeah. say that Shangela was robbed. Was. I don't think that Shea Kool-Aid, I don't think Raven or Shea Kool-Aid needed to win, like deserve to win their season. I know a lot of people hated Tyra, but Tyra turned it. Tyra turned it every time. She because it was like, even if she didn't do well in the challenges, her looks were always there. Done. And she was like 21 at the time and was sewing and making these. Right. Fucking you impeccable looks. Raven. No. Because Raven would, if Raven didn't like the challenge, not only would she have a terrible attitude the whole time, but she would do bad in the challenge and her look would be bad. Yeah. Or just, I don't know, mundane, like leather goddess, but like leather goddess. Can we, I don't know, can we add It's like, can we do something else? Um, and also, it really annoyed me the way that. And this is this is like a weird thing for me, the way that RuPaul used to like go up for Raven and them pussycat wigs, but then read Monet for hers, and it's just like, mm, that's right. It's the same damn wig. <laughs> you know what though? I I will. I'm gonna say this. I feel like that was more so in reference to body size. Because moment, and that's only I can only think that that's the only realistic like assumption that I. Oh can no, that I, that wasn't a black white critique. That was very much a size thing. Oh no, I wasn't even thinking black white. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking that like yeah, Raven at the time was very slim, very very slim and slender, and Monet was very much a bigger, not so much anymore. Juicy. But no, that bitch is still juicy. I mean, yeah, but not as not. It looks like a family size pack of juicy fruit. You better watch out with all that ass. 
not as See, that's the problem. That's why her attitude is so fucking nasty because her, her ass is so fucking fat. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Niggas with fat asses have these nasty-ass attitudes. <laughs> okay. But Monet also isn't as big as she was on her season. No, she's like, she slimmed down. But that's what I'm saying. So it's just, it was very much like, you notice the same wig, right? It's just Monet's is blonde and Raven's was black. But it's yeah. the same damn wig. Also, too, Monet's looks, both their looks, never mind. Okay, yeah. so we get I was to... I neither of their looks were hidden with them wigs either. No, so... that's why I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Shangela and BB are eliminated, which was bullshit. And so Shangela had on, apparently Shangela underneath that tinsel coat, it was some like pinata shit. Because mm-hmm. the, so the lip sync song is, of course, Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Um, so she had, I guess she had some pinata shit she was going to break out, mm-hmm. but we never get to see it. But we never see it, yeah. So Kennedy and Trixie are performing, and I feel like based on performance, solely based on this performance, Kennedy should have won. Yeah. Trixie's was, it was a good performance, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Kennedy, also too, I feel like Kennedy, I just, I feel like Kennedy personally should have won. And it's coming from a bias of Kennedy's performance being extremely relatable. Cause honestly, Kennedy gave a church praise dance, modern oh, dance version so. of Wrecking Ball. Mother, the hell, like church mother, like this is what Kennedy gave. <laughs> Uh, she's the deaconess who teaches dance. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was beautiful, and it was like, all right, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, Trixie's was what I would have expected, honestly, out of most drag queens doing Wrecking Ball, you know. Yes. Um, but Trixie, Trixie ends up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Kennedy. I love Kennedy. And Kennedy really like turned this episode. Kennedy turned this episode. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Kennedy as well. And it's just, it's kind of always like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride for her. But yeah, you know, it really is. You'll get there. It's it's her, Kennedy kind of is her character in my best girlfriend's drag maid wedding trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, she's a aspiring Broadway, she's an aspiring dancer and singer just trying to make it and trying mm-hmm. to be positive along the way. Yep. So Kennedy played herself in that role and them niggas couldn't handle it because she I had some joy. No. <laughs> I just couldn't take. <laughs> uh, so now that makes um, three winners in mm-hmm. the Drag Race Hall of Fame. First person being Chad Michaels, second being Alaska, Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. We never get the full name anymore. No. Um, and Trixie Mattel. Yeah. And Trixie Mattel goes off to do actually really great things. I want to see, I need to sit down and watch her documentary 
it's like moving missing parts or moving parts yeah something like that Trixie Trixie has also been able to separate herself from World of Wonder too not really all stars because her the main the main big thing that she has going outside of the music is uh with Katia and when they try to I'll hmm. like see their like that Netflix show they had or have. I don't know if it still goes. It does. They still do that too. But I always see that and then the music. I don't, I mean, I know they do that other thing together, but I don't know what it is. So I don't really care. I, I mean, it's know, just, it's honestly, it's, it's this. It's the exactly what we do. Like they're given a topic and they just talk about it. And it's just a ridiculous conversation that happens between the two of it's, them. A big part of it is because I'm just, I'm not into Katia. I wasn't into Katia on her season. I just, I don't really like Katia. So I, I don't get it. I love Katia, but I, I also I, like that subtly manic, really dark. It's like, um, I like kind so of depressing think, humor. So I follow Katia on Instagram because I like Katia's looks. I like yeah. to look at Katia. And I like that that kind of manic approach to the way Katia does drag. Yeah. I also like the fact that Katia wears that ridiculous breastplate. It is hilarious to me. It's so stupid when she does that. But and she knows it's stupid. I don't like to listen to Katia talk. <laughs> okay. That's definitely where we differ I I love and appreciate Katya because Katya has been very open with. Now, granted, I haven't listened to her talk post Drag Race, so it could be different. She's been very she's been very open about um, her substance abuse abuse issues and mm-hmm. relapsing, and how it affected not only like her life but also like realizing the effects in everybody else's life and you do mm-hmm. the show with Trixie and how this now switches everything up where now Bob has to come in and, and sub for you for a little bit so you can get back get yourself back together and just like I I, I thoroughly appreciate Katya's openness to talk about her mental health and substance abuse and also have a willingness to not necessarily take herself so seriously within that realm, not in the way of um, uncomfortable self-deprecating humor, but in the way of, well, (laughs) this happened, you know? Like, I really appreciate that. None of those girls, like, talk about it. You know? I I would give it another chance and I would listen. And Also, too, like, let's be honest, like, out of, like, now, almost like, I don't know, I mean, between, I want to say between all franchises, let's just project maybe 200 girls. How is it that out of 200 girls, we never hear about anybody having these kinds of issues? Right. You know what I mean? Because we know a lot of y'all do have these kinds of issues. I, we might not even, I'm not even saying, I, I don't know if you do or you don't. I'm See, just saying that the numbers aren't adding up. The reason why I say that we know a lot of y'all do is because we know the numbers. We know and not depression, not just depression, not just depression. We know the numbers when it comes to substance abuse among queer people. We know the numbers when it comes to, you know, stints in rehab 
among queer people. So we're not going to act like of these 200 girls, only two have ever had this issue because I've only heard two talk about it. Um, so Mayhem Miller, who was in, I believe that's one of the two, 10, <laughs> that's one of the two. <laughs> she talks about when she came back for All-Star, she talks about going sober and also Juju B when she comes back for All-Stars 5, talks about becoming sober. Um, those are only three Juju people. Juju B did talk about it. I'm, I remember Juju talking about, um, leaving that really toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. But I forgot she talked about getting sober. Um, I appreciate Katya because I feel like there's a real like humanness and it's um I feel like the people who are who are or have been at that at the lowest point in their own personal lives mm-hmm. um are the people who have the capability and usually do express. Um, the most stop it <laughs> the most humanity um and not just that but are probably the best people to have any kind of like um positive progressive discussion as far as like i don't know where the world is and mm-hmm. politics and policies and yeah. i'm a <laughs> <laughs> all right your cat is telling you it's time to wrap this up God. Shit. I mean, Katya all right, y'all. This is few, it for the day. I'm done. This is it for the Katya is very much one of the few white queens, especially white rude queens, that I like. So that tells you something. She, uh, Katya is like, don't get me wrong. Katya is human and has done and said some shit. I yeah. can't. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she got. She got some backlash for some shit she said without oh, yeah. realizing that that's what she said. Like, um, but yeah. Katya also has the capability to own it and be like, yeah, right. I, I didn't realize which, that. I so. like lot, which is why a lot of the non which is, I'm gonna say, which is why a lot of the white rude girls kind of get on my nerves because they say the shit and they wherever it's coming from, whether it's a place of just literal not knowing because a lot of these girls are from like the flyover states and they may or may not actually know a lot of these girls are from you want to be real a lot of these white girls are from major cities new york (laughs) chicago or i mean larger cities orlando i'm not not saying where they no 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 a lot of these girls are from flyover states but they live in major cities that's really what it is yeah, and that, there's no excuse for that. But it's like, like let's be honest. I mean, I'm not giving an excuse, but it's like you say the shit, own the shit, and most of them That's don't. It. They act like they act like somebody's attacking them or they're being bullied because somebody asked them or called them out about the shit they've said or done. Well, all right, y'all. This is gonna wrap up this. Yes, we're gonna move into a month of Real Housewives of Beverly. Yes. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, so be prepared to hear me scream for the next four weeks. It's um, not going to be that long. It's how many episodes are we doing? A, a, I don't know. A, a we'll figure show. it out. I don't know how long it's going to take, but we'll figure it out. We're going to be talking about it though. Um, so be prepared to hear me scream because I don't know. I'm just I'm not burnt out on the housewives, but I'm kind of burnt out on the housewives. I get um, 
it's yeah it's just there's so much happening in the world that it's just a little bit too shallow yeah i think they're trying too much now and it's like i don't this makes me really uncomfortable stop putting like people of color on these predominantly white casts like stop doing that yeah well i mean like don't do it (laughs) yeah i I don't like but one i'm interested to see what happens on this season of beverly hills because because of gerardi oh no not even because of that um but because just in watching the trailer i saw both cast members of color call out the white girls for one thing or another i wouldn't doubt it but this Um, like but that's not but that doesn't happen granted this they shouldn't have to do it that's my thing that these women never go these women have gone completely unchecked and it's like it's not even just because of the shit with the with the Girardis. Because I mean, I talked about that on my podcast. You can listen to Crime and Wine and get a full breakdown of Tom Girardi and what he's done. But it's cool. I saw your post and I was like, "Is that Andy Rooney?" I was like, "Oh no, that's Girardi." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, Andy Rooney do?" <laughs> Other than I'm play sure Asian characters, I'm like, like, there's something out there. Like that alone <laughs> is a crime, but you know. I um I don't know. I'm just I'm interested to see. I too am not a big fan of these like token members of color on these all white casts. I'm not a no. not really a fan of that. But I also was always like, this is fucking Beverly Hills. How is there not one person of color on here? Okay. With Beverly Hills. I think they picked a good fit as far as wanting to add a person of color. Garcelle makes sense. And, she makes sense because she knows them. And she fits in not only aesthetically, but she fits in personality-wise. But, like she, um, she physically fits in and personality-wise. But from what I've, from the first episode, which is all I've seen, um, Crystal Minkoff does as well. Okay. No, she, oh, uh, no, she does. She does. Yeah. My and thing again, is knows them to the one who don't fit to me is Sutton. She doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. They didn't take Sutton Bay on. She doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, why are you here? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, why? What? And it's like, is it because they needed another like? They needed a Kenya. Ostentatiously, no, because she's not even a Kenya. She's rude. She's rude, but and she's classist. Like, yeah, but in that like weird southern way where it's like when someone calls her out, she's like, I'm not doing anything, you know. It's, yeah, no, like, that's just uh backpedaling. No, she's blatantly rude. No, she's very rude <laughs> and she's very classist. Uh, but it, it's, it's not even in a way that I like th- they wanted a, a Lisa Vanderpump. That's what it was. Lisa Vanderpump was rude and classist she was rude too. Fuck. Lisa but it's like she she was sudden is very much the same as what Lisa Vanderpump brought, but not as interesting. I don't know. <laughs> not at all. She she annoys me. It's like they she is like a she's the super diet crystal light, not even diet. She's a crystal light version of if you took Marlo, Kenya, and Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Because she's all about her clothes. 
She's classes as fuck. And, she's and she very though. much is like, but it's not even couture that you're wearing. Like, right. That's why I had to throw she, Marlo in there. She tries to do all these little barbs, but not even in a way that's entertaining. They all do. They all do. But see, they like, all to like, it's like, girl, that's not a read. Stop it. You didn't. Like, Marlo makes me laugh with hers until she gets childish. Oh, no. I mean, all the girls in Beverly Hills. Yeah. But it's, but sometimes they at least make me laugh. Yeah, because it's like, girl, you tried that. It's like, like you all right, girl. Really tried that. That's okay. I'm gonna laugh at here because this is stupid. Because this is dumb, but sudden is just like, uh, yes. <laughs> um, I just want Eileen back. <laughs> I'm good on Eileen. I want Eileen. I loved Eileen. I want Eileen back. <gasps> Beast. That's why I like her back. She would jump into soap opera so fast. <laughs> I, okay, so between. It's two beasts. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got two different beasts that were popular yes. about the honestly about the same time. Yeah. You got <gasps> Beast Eileen. And then you got Beast <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Both meaning two and, very different things. Beast and back rows happened about the same time. <laughs> Back rolls. <laughs> Cackle. Um, but all right. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. You can listen to us anywhere that um, you stream your podcasts. Uh, thanks for being patient including with us. Oh, including Stitcher now, right? We're on Stitcher now. It's pronounced. <laughs> I was watching I was re-watching Black Lady Sketch Go like literally yesterday and that was a thing yeah <laughs> it's pronounced yeah because I was watching it too <laughs> um even you can listen to us even on Stitcher now um thank you so much y'all for being patient um this was very much a like well needed at least for me personally like a well needed week off no same um, same it was it's been a lot um yeah just getting through this week has been a labor of love uh, yeah I, I don't even say love just like well the only alternative is death so y'all gonna get two episodes this week because this one will be out in a couple of hours yep and we'll, and we'll have right on into the hills um okay you want to do first five episodes and I want to say we'll this. We'll figure so, this out off when we're not. Well, no, because we will do the first five episodes, watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So you know what's going on. Because okay. we can't get into the details of everything. So watch it so you know. Okay. Right? Makes sense? Yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. All um, right. Make sure to listen to us any and everywhere um, you can stream your podcast. Good night. Bye, y'all.